I am Mark, the New Brunswick Traveler, and here we talk about New Brunswick stuff. There's so many great, wonderful treasures and natural resources here that we can experience from the Bay of Fundy to Mount Carlton to all of the various things that are in between. So for now, let's get started. This particular episode deals with ice fishing, which is a very good thing to be talking about this time of year here in New Brunswick. I've interviewed a man that works at a sporting goods store, and I'll be sharing that interview with you. And then at the end of the episode, I'll be talking about the first and only ice fishing experience that I ever had. I'm happy to have Jason Wilcox with me today. And Jason, welcome to NB Traveler. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me. So we're going to talk about ice fishing. How did you get an interest in it to begin with? Well, I guess I've been fishing my whole life, but the first time I can think of that I had tried ice fishing was, well, I'm an army brat, so I, I grew up a little bit of everywhere, but we lived uh, in Pembroke for a year. Uh, Dad was stationed in Petawawa, and they had a big ice fishing derby on the river there, so we some broken fishing rods and kind of cut them down and glued the end into the handles and made some makeshift ice rods and I got into dad's woodwork and stuff and made a couple of fairly crude tip-ups never ended up catching a fish on them the day of the derby it was oh probably minus 35 the wind was howling but it was quite the experience it's really neat there they plow a road right down the river from one boat launch to another and so you just kind of pull off the ice road and pop a couple holes and put up your shack and uh of course we didn't have a shack or anything so we just kind of sat in the truck and hoped that something would bite and uh nothing ever did but uh we did see the uh, folks next to us caught uh, caught a little pike so that was cool and then that was really it for a while the uh the auger that we had dad actually found it on the side of the road one day and the uh, the blades were quite dull on it so it wasn't until maybe 10 years later that they ended up uh, taking that out and it would take about a half hour to get through a foot of ice. So I wasn't super keen on it at first. And then one day I went out and I bought a better auger and I was pretty impressed at how that cut. And from there, I guess it was one of those things I do two, maybe three times a winter just to get outside and help pass the time. But I ended up really enjoying it. I spent a couple of years living in St. John and we went out for smelt and, and for hake quite a bit too. And so from there, I kind of went all in. Now I've got the shack and I've got a bunch of rods and tip-ups and heater and, and the gas auger and everything now. So I'm pretty set up. And the last few years, once I know there's enough good ice out there, then I'm out every chance I can get. So how extensive is ice fishing in New Brunswick, in your opinion? You know, it's one of those things that you can get into relatively cheap. You know, for a handheld auger, you could get one for under $100. And then depending on, do you want to use just hip-ups or, or rods? You could probably get into it for two, $200, $250 to get yourself started, which really isn't that bad uh, as far as I'm concerned. If you just kind of build up your gear as you go. So it doesn't have to be overly complicated. You can keep it simple and cheap if you're just casual or if it's something that you, you really do like and want to go all in on. I mean, the sky's the limit as far as budget goes. What's the typical fish that are caught in, say, the Fredericton area or St. John? 
Well, here in Fredericton, we've got Killarney Lake, which is stocked with brook trout. There's some smallmouth bass there. Then there's in the Grand Lake system, you get into a lot of pickerel, perch, sunfish. Some folks get some burbot out there. Down towards St. John in Rockwood Park there, and it's called Fisher Lakes. They stock that with trout. But there's also down at Renforth Wharf there, they fish smelt tight to, tight to shore. And then when you go further out, you can get into some hake, which is, it's a really unique fishery for, for our province because where the Bay of Fundy does push so much salt water into the river, you've actually got a, a section of the river that's basically ocean habitat. And of course, where salt water is heavier than fresh water, there's actually an ocean ecosystem in the Cannabacasis Bay and uh, the lower part of the St. John River. So... That does provide some really unique opportunities, but we've got a couple lakes that have stock landlocked salmon. There are some lake, lake trout or whitefish opportunities if you do your homework and know where to go for them. We do have a pretty diverse fishery. We might not have the walleye and pike like, like you do in Ontario and, and Manitoba, Quebec, but we've got a really good variety of species. And if you're the kind of person who wants to do something different every weekend, then there's plenty of options out there. Is ice fishing a family activity? No, oh, absolutely. I mean, especially in places like Killarney that are really easy to access or a keyhole. There's a couple of the Indian Lake on the Grand Lakes system. There are some very family-friendly locations, especially some of those stock lakes that you can, you know, of course, safety is important. And especially when you've got kids out, but once you've got six inches or so of ice, then falling through is not a serious concern anyways. You know, there's there's always that possibility. And I mean, I've put my foot through holes a couple of times, like, you know, previous holes from fishing. But yeah, it's, it is a great way to get the family out. You know, the kids, kids have a blast. And if they're not catching fish, they can always play in the snow. If my listeners want to get involved in ice fishing, how would they go about it? How would they proceed? I would definitely recommend downloading the, the winter fishing regulations for New Brunswick to get to know those. So there is a list of lakes that are open to ice fishing. There's also a couple of different designations for different lakes or different types of water. So there's designated inland, other inland, designated tidal, other tidal, and there's also international uh, waters. So those do all have uh, their own separate regulations. Some lakes you're only allowed to fish with one rod, other lakes you're allowed to have uh, up to five tip-ups. Um, so I would educate yourself on the, the regulations and download that off the New Brunswick government website. Just search New Brunswick Ice Fishing. It should be one of the first things that show up. And just see what lakes are open in your area. There's fish in all of them. So from there, I would just kind of check around, you know, try a few different spots. You might not catch anything right away, but the way that I look at it is if I'm fishing a lake or, or some water that I've never been to before, then I'll go look at a map, see if and a lot of those maps you can download on the Government of New Brunswick website as well for your, your lake depth contours. So check your maps, see what looks like it might be a fishy spot to you, drop off speed edges, stuff like that. And if you're not catching fish in one spot, move around and you might only be 20 or 30 feet away from where there's some good fishing. So check the regulations, see what's open for you, pick up a little bit of gear and do some exploring. That's half the fun of it for me is, I mean, everybody likes to catch fish, but I have just as much fun going out, trying new areas, getting to know certain bodies of water. So how deep should the 
water be where you're fishing? I assume it has to be sort of shallow. I guess that just depends on what species you're after. So if I'm targeting brook trout, then a lot of the time I'm fishing anywhere between three and 10 feet of water. The brookies tend to stay close to shore because that's where their uh, food sources are. You know, they're eating insects and leeches and and small minnows. So a lot of the time their food source is going to be pretty close to shore. Whereas if I was looking for chain pickerel and yellow perch, then I might be looking for anywhere between eight and 20 feet of water. Um, You know, of course, every every species is going to have their kind of comfort zone. So you might find, depending on what body of water, they might like the shallow area, they might like some deeper water. So again, it's just important to, you know, poke a bunch of holes and try some different depths, try different areas and see what's down there. So basically speaking, if I have a handheld auger and a yep. stool to sit on and a little bit of fishing gear, I can be a nice fisherman. Absolutely. And, you don't and, need all the bells and whistles. You can you can keep it simple. That's how I started and that's how a lot of people started. So and I even with fancy electronics and stuff like that, before I had all that gear, I had days where I'd set up my tip ups and we were actually pulling lines out of the water because we couldn't keep up with the fish. And you know, I get those days where you just go out and you just can't seem to figure out what they want to bite. So you don't necessarily need hundreds and hundreds of dollars a gear. And if my listeners happen to live in the Fredericton area and they want to buy some gear, they can come into the minnow tackle shop where you work, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Stop by the shop and have a chat with us. You know, the first question I'm going to ask is what you're trying to catch and where you're thinking about going. And if I've got the time, then I'll pull up maps on my phone. We can have a look at the lake that you're headed to and maybe talk about some areas that even if I haven't been to, I can show you what I like on the map and what stands out to me as a solid place to try. And I can show you the stuff that I've had experience with and I've had good success with. And we do stock items here at the shop that are for fishing in New Brunswick. What's the address, Jason? So we actually moved over the holidays. So we're now at uh, 121 Gibson Street. It's on the north side of Fredericton. It's right across from the boat launch at Carlton. Well, Jason, thank you so much for the information. Uh, I'm sure some of my listeners are going to be interested in ice fishing. How much ice depth-wise does there have to be in order for it to be safe out there? So I would say a minimum of four inches. If you get really early in the season, three inches might be okay. But as far as what I feel confident in, I'm looking for four to five inches to start. Um, So Justin, what do you like best about living in New Brunswick? I always try to finish these interviews with that question. Well, you know, I've lived, again, I've, you know, where my father was in the military. You know, I've grown up in a lot of different places. I've lived in Manitoba, Ontario, spent a year in England. But I find that New Brunswick gets, I mean, the the people are great here. And even though we might not have quite as many diverse opportunities here, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the fishing here in New Brunswick. It's... Well, thank you for your time. And... I plan to probably in April have another podcast specifically talking about fishing in New Brunswick where you're not standing on ice. 
So I look forward maybe to talking to you in the future, or you can recommend to me someone else that we can talk to about fishing in New Brunswick. Yeah, I'd be happy to be back with you here anytime. Thank you, Jason, and you have a good day. All right, thanks, you too. In the mid-1970s, I was staying at a friend's cottage near Sears, Michigan, and he had an ice fishing shack out on the lake. So I decided I would like to go ice fishing. My friend explained to me just exactly what to do. He gave me a small harpoon that had a cord attached to it and told me to throw it at the fish when it floated under the hole. So I sat on a little stool in that shack, peering down into a hole, watching a little piece of bread, something or other, that was supposed to attract the fish. And I sat, and I sat, and I sat. Finally, a northern pike floated under that hole. My friend had told me that I would have to throw the harpoon hard to break through the skin of the fish, so I reared back and flung that harpoon with all the force I could muster. Well, it had to be a very surprised fish because that harpoon went all the way through the fish and stuck in the lake bed with the fish corded, so to speak. I pulled and pulled and finally got the harpoon unstuck from the lake bed, landed, or should I say iced, my northern pike, and had a lovely fish dinner. That's my story of the only ice fishing time that I ever participated in. It's been a real joy being with you today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you go to my website, nbtraveler.com, you can leave a comment, you can do a rating, and I look forward to seeing you back here again next week. And oh, by the way, you can also buy me a coffee there on that website if you care to. Have a great day and a wonderful week. <music>